Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? It is Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means here on Ready Check Radio, it's time for Snowbound, the Blizzard podcast. That's right, the show we talk about everything World of Warcraft, Diablo, Hearthstone, Overwatch. If Blizzard Entertainment makes it, we talk about it. And obviously, they've been doing a couple big things the last couple of weeks, so I think we'll just keep rolling with that stuff. Thank you to chat here at twitch.tv slash readycheckradio, watching us live. If you're watching this on YouTube or listening on Spotify, head on over to readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O, radio.com. Follow all the socials, check out all the previous episodes, and of course, of course, join us live. Why don't you? Twitch.tv slash readycheckradio, not only for our different podcasts, including this one, but also for all of our team of streamers who volunteer their time and passion for gaming, and it is much appreciated. Joining me today to talk about week two of Shadowlands, Mr. Dom Greco, a.k.a. Zista. How are you, sir? Pretty good. How about you? You maniac, hide the sanity pills where you can't find them again. Earn the title Sanity Sucker. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was not nice. That was see. Not only not only do we have the shows here, but we also stream from time to time. Yeah, and, that was. And if you go get this reference, you missed our phasmophobia stream. Yeah, uh, that was not yesterday. nice of you. And I'm not going <laughs> to recount the story here. You can go watch it on the vod down below from yesterday's stream. That was not nice. Is all I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. And I don't know if it was you or Faye or Sticks, but I'm pretty sure one of you ate the fourth pills. And that the story that you only brought three was a farce. Mm -hmm. uh, also on the line, a much nicer person, <laughs> Angela Mercurio, <laughs> a.k.a. Indy. How are you, Indy? Well, thank you for those kind words. I'm doing awesome tonight. How are you? Well, you know, I can't complain. Nobody really listens. You know how it is. Yeah. Uh, on the note of uh, Zista's uh, achievement, I have to say that that transcends just phasmophobia. I was running Mythics with him last week, and um, he sorry. sucks Sanity in WoW 2. Yeah, yeah, he's so, good at that. Yes, indeed. He's good at that. It's like, he's like, why doesn't any of my friends come play with me? You guys should come play with me. And then he torments the shit out of all of us, exactly. and then we don't want to play me? with them. And he's like, why, do, why doesn't people not want to play with me anymore? <laughs> If if I have less hair next week, that's because we're running Mythic Pluses this week. So Nice, nice. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, gonna... let's kind of get right to it since you segued into the Mythic Pluses. This is week two for Shadowlands. As of today, we get our Mythic Pluses, we get our raid, we get a bunch of yeah. other stuff. We're going to kind of give a little preview of that because it is today. So we will assume that people have not actually, uh, panelists on this show have not, none of us have gone through all of this ready. We'll save kind of like a actual in-depth review for next week or the week after. Um give you a little more time than haste 10 hours come do a show and let us know how it all was no we're not going to do it that way uh, but we will kind of get your early impressions on some things uh but first i think we should take a moment here right we did get when pre-orders were out and about um we did get on an investor's call blizzard talking about how it had been the best-selling expansion yet 
and pre pre-order wise in particular at that time. Well, it turns out it did a little better than that. It did just a little bit better than being the best-selling WoW expansion of all time. It went ahead and became, guys, the fastest-selling PC game of all time. Period. Like, that's it. PC game. First day of launch, bigger than any other PC game in history. Having beaten its own Diablo 3 record of 3.7 million units through uh, sold through globally, Shadowlands comes in... Uh, Shadowlands comes in at 3.7 million. Sorry, uh, Diablo sold 3.5 million. I gotta say, while I am not surprised that it sold very well, and I was not surprised by it pre-selling better than some previous expansions, I'm very surprised by this stat, Indy. Well, do, do we think that COVID has any kind of factor into this because more people are home and more people are looking for games to play and... Perhaps people who are already WoW players or like their friends that are stuck home quarantined or whatever. Hey, man, join me in the game. Like that could maybe have some sort of. Well, it's interesting that you posit that because in the press release, we actually get a few more details besides just, hey, we sold a bunch of shit. Uh, (laughs) In the months leading up to the expansion's release and the time since launch. The game reached and has sustained its highest number of players on monthly or longer-term subscriptions compared to the same period ahead of and following any WoW expansion in the past decade in both the East and the West. Players have spent more time in Azeroth year-to-date, so 2020, God rest its soul, (laughs) than in the same period of any of the last 10 years. And in addition, total player time in-game this year to date has nearly doubled compared to the same period last year. I would tend to agree, Indy, and Zista, let's get your thoughts here, that, yeah, you know, COVID might have a little bit to do with that, too. It absolutely does. Like, I have at least 10 friends that I haven't seen logged onto this game since Wrath of the Lich King all coming back to play. And I've questioned them and I've said, hey, why? And they're like, well, you know, our social activities have kind of halted. Our D&D games are no longer going on. You know, the weather's cold. I can't go ride my bike like I used to. You know, like, it. I needed something to do that's still, you know, a little social to get that that going. And, and WoW just kind of filled that itch for quite a lot of people. So... Yeah, I 100% agree that, that COVID definitely had a lot to do with it. That said, though, I don't, I don't want to take anything away from these numbers. There is a myriad of competition for World of Warcraft yeah. right now, uh, whether that be in the MMORPG front with something like Final Fantasy XIV or somebody's, you know, your other game of choice, whatever it may be, or being pulled apart, uh, pulled away by big titles, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Obviously, we got Cyberpunk coming out tomorrow, or two days from now. So there's been titles all year that have the opportunity to pull numbers away from other games, including World of Warcraft. It is kind of even in just saying, okay, they probably had a bump due to COVID. These are impressive numbers, I think, Indy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, and I, I'm I'm quite happy about that because. I've been uh, a World of Warcraft like devotee since it came out, and um, th- there's been a few very disappointing expansions where you've seen things trend down and players, like longtime players, core players, just leaving the game. 
Uh, I, my, I myself, uh, a lot of really close friends that used to play the game years and years ago have since just left and never come back. So it's definitely, um, it's definitely like heartwarming to see all these players come back. Some even from years ago, yeah. you know, for the first good expansion and who knows how many. Yeah. And Sticks and is pointing gotta... out that when you, we talk about 10 years ago, that's basically when Wrath was finishing up. When yeah. Wrath of a Lich King so wow. uh, was finishing up. So when, uh, you know, you don't even think about it. You're just like, oh, 10 years. And you're like, well, wait. Yeah, Sticks, you're right. 10 years. Shit, that was Wrath of the Lich King finishing up. That means Cataclysm, Legion, uh, Warlords of Draenor, uh, <laughs> Battle for Azeroth. This is five freaking expansions ago. Um, and arguably, yeah, Mists. Oh, shit. Yeah, speaking of, Ooh. that's six expansions ago. Thank you. Um, yeah. When you think about that, Sticks, that was mid to late wrath was the height right that was the pinnacle uh, as far as population and subscriptions and things go it starts to uh kind of peter a little bit into miss and then kind of starts its fall to blizzard no longer reporting subscription numbers publicly after that that is you also have to wonder impressive. you also have to wonder if it's a lot of people that have been playing like classic wow that you know have you know moved over cuz we're at the point now in Classic WoW, or, or yeah, Classic WoW, where like Nax came out. Nax was not a lot of content that was friendly to a vast majority of the player base. It was made for like the top, you know, maybe I think the numbers were like the top five percent, one maybe even one percent of WoW players experienced Naxxramas, uh Back then, what, when back, it was originally back then, launched, originally, yeah, 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 yeah. As far as full clears go, yeah, you're looking. Yeah, at, so at 1%. like when you look at that, there's not a whole lot of new content in the game for that, and this is like the last big patch that that WoW Classic has. So, you know, when people are waiting to maybe hear about, you know, Burning Crusade servers that may or may not come up during BlizzCon, um, you know, in February, but like this is kind of a lull for those people. So it's like, hey new expansion everybody's playing i'm already subbed anyway you know i might as well maybe buy okay. the expansion and, and play a little bit more there's those people maybe even the people that just enjoy blizzard games in general and we're kind of dealing with a lull in overwatch there's not a lot going on before the christmas event you know there's uh diablo's not very much going on over there and hearthstone i don't really even need to speak about that <laughs> because we will later <laughs> uh, sidebar question here do you think Cyberpunk being released in two days has a shot at dethroning this um, 3.7 no, million? No, absolutely not. And the only reason that I say that is because this is the fastest PC title ever, and Cyberpunk is being multi-platform yeah, released. Platform, yeah. So that's gonna that's gonna absorb. Because like, if Cyberpunk was coming out and it was only PC, I'd obviously buy it for the PC. But because I just bought a PS5, I bought it for the PS5 because I want to get Fair some enough. use out of it. So, Indy, you were immediately that. shaking your head too. You think the PC audience is big for it, but nowhere near 3.7 million big? I think that the PC audience that's big for it isn't going to purchase it right now because they're, we're, we're, we're just opening up the raid instances. We're just opening up Mythic Pluses. Who, what World of Warcraft player is going to be like, oh, you know what? Nah, I'm gonna go to play Cyberpunk. Oh I'm no, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't implying that they would steal audience. I'm. I was just saying, could they beat the 3.7 million no. sales uh, for I the, don't to, think to so. achieve fastest, you know, growing PC? Yeah. Maybe uh, that's my Blizzard fangirl <laughs> coming out, but I'm very protective. I mean, 
I purchased Cyberpunk. It will be here for release day. That number already counts toward them. However, like I said, mine's on PS5. That doesn't mean I'm not going to be raiding on Friday for for my raid team. Well, speaking of that, kind of let's get a status check on where all three of us are at now in-game. We do have a castle uh, launched today, the Mythic Mythic Plus Dungeons. We're going to get to that stuff specifically. But let's talk a little bit. Just give everybody an idea. We don't need huge bios and stuff like... I've uh, obviously we've all made 60 we've run the dungeons we've run the heroics we've run you guys have done all eight regular mythics I still have I think two left or three left of the regular ones uh just to have them cleared and then start mythic plus as well uh raid wise you guys are you guys raid later this week right with your own individual groups yeah I raid Fridays and Saturdays and like I had mentioned you guys are more than welcome to join if you'd like I'm pretty certain I'm going to be joining his raid. Yeah. Oh, well, then. Shit. All right. Um, yeah. I I appreciate the, the invite, and I was going to say no if it was just you, but if Indy's going, at least I know I won't, you know, <laughs> you get won't passed die. out by a shitty healer. Uh, yeah, so I may take you up on it, too, and, which means, hell, we may as well start streaming it at some point. Um, anyway, <laughs> if it's going to be the three of us. Uh, Indy, is that where you're at too? I know you're you, you you haven't like jumped into Castle. So did either of you play any of the Castle fights in beta? No, I wasn't. I got beta, but I was I just had had surgery and everything, so it was really hard. I couldn't like get into it. Um, I wished I could have, but I've been reading about all the fights and I've definitely been studying up on them. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Is this the beta? Yes, no. I no, that's more I... personal question. I I didn't know if either of you had. I I was in the beta, um, but I didn't play any of the um, ex, uh, the raid tier stuff because gotcha. I like to I, I don't like to spoil it. I like I like to experience it with everybody else and, and learn it. I'm I'm more of a learn it as you go kind of person, you know. Like, gotcha, gotcha. So, any new favorite things, whether they be quests, storylines, systems zones characters whatever any additional gripes now that you have another week under your belt working with your covenant abilities doing your covenant campaign doing your dailies doing all that stuff any new hey i really like this or oh my god i really don't like this indy i really used to so last week my opinions kind of changed about the mall um i was having a really hard time getting my dailies done and getting those rares killed just to kind of like try and get the rep that i needed um but I started teaming up. Uh, I went with, actually, Zista and Omi had gotten me into this area in the mall where I really wasn't even allowed, but I just kind of stayed out of combat and kept <laughs> myself healed while they killed things. Um, it's definitely when you go into the mall with pals versus going in by yourself and then your, you, you know, your jailer thing gets up to, okay, he hates you, you need to leave. Uh, it was really frustrating before because I felt like I couldn't get anything done. But if you go in there, you know, with one or two people, it's it's actually really fun. And then as the jailer thing ranks up, and you got you start getting gripped off the ground, and you know dropped and and uh, hunted, it makes it more exciting. So my gripe from last week has kind of changed in that regard. Still seeing the gripe of people not being able to mount in the mall and this being a huge deal. I don't get it. I don't I don't understand why anybody has a problem with it. I, mean, I get around. I believe just you're going to be able to. I believe I, soon you're going to be matter. able to. It doesn't matter. I don't. I get around just fine. I don't understand why everybody... I'm a druid. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. I I I I click travel form. I click travel (laughs) form. It seems to work just fine, Zista. 
<laughs> any new gripes? Any? Uh, and obviously, let's kind of stay away from spoilers. But but fair warning, chat. And granted, actually, now that I think about it, like I say that, I, um, that's like a Final Fantasy fourteen thing. I'm used to saying there's not a huge amount of spoilers yet. No. Um, so not like we could really spoil something incredible for you. Uh, but we won't. Uh, next week, you know, all bets are off. Though that's it. You get two weeks, guys. And gals, you've you get two warned. weeks. Yeah, you've been warned. Next week, if there's something we're going to spoil, I'm going to put it right at the intro of the damn show. Uh, just uh, <laughs> any new likes, new no likes. Uh, more I'm just gripes. actually really enjoying a lot of the, uh, like, go here to pick up a quest. Like, the instead of having, like, what we, we experienced with, like, Legion and BFA and stuff like that, where you have your emissary quest and it's on the map and, and it's like, go do it. And it's like, it's there and you kind of forget about it but when it's actually like a quest in your class hall that you or your covenant that you pick up and you have to go and it's it's there it's like that just feels like it makes all the difference to me because it feels more important feels like you have to pay attention to a little bit more it's not like somewhere tucked out of the way that you forget about so it's just i've noticed a lot of that kind of stuff and it's really showing me how much i just really just don't like world quests just go into a zone and do it i'd rather have the old school like quest hub system yeah i am kind of digging that too not just in that context but in the context of there being more to do now i understand that we're talking about like more of daily grindy boring shit at the end of the day and maybe i won't feel this way a month from now maybe you know two months from now i won't feel this way uh, but I do like that it isn't just like I, I if I don't feel like doing the world quest I don't do the world quest for a little while I go do something else first yeah it's not log in immediately get my world quest done then okay go fart around for three hours in in World of Warcraft uh, if I don't want to do my world quest first then I then I go do some other stuff or you know I go do court Torghast or I go do it. Uh, I do like that there are multiple options or I'm, you know, I'm farming this up for my legendary. Okay. I'm bored with that. That seems it's feeling grindy now. Now let me go knock out some world quests and get some anima and bring that back and do that. I, I know they're all just variations of the same system. So it really shouldn't feel like variety. It's gather a lot of shit through one activity over and over and over again. But because Indy, there's three or four or five of these systems all concurrently running that feel different activity wise, even if it is just a grind up X resource activity, uh, it's it is keeping my interest for something that isn't interesting in and of itself to do. Well, yeah, there's, I mean, listen, the thing with this game, the, the thing that this game has become is like, there's something for everyone, no matter what aspect of the game you like, there's always going to be stuff to do. And for someone like me, who is a completionist, it sometimes can get a little overwhelming because yeah. you feel like you feel compelled <laughs> to do the things that you don't even want to do, but you feel like you have to do them. So I've created um, a, uh, <clears throat> I hate to say this, Alliance uh, Priest Alt that's like a, an exact copy of my horde priest <laughs> and uh i use threads of fate for that and like it's it's actually quite nice to just dungeon grind it, it's like super fast you level so i know i'm sorry i bring I'm, that shame bell i'm not judging i i'm if I i'm gonna like raid shame. with you i actually have to fucking fax faction change indy so i'm not the one that's judging here <laughs> I'm judging myself. I mean, it was actually fact, my suggestion for her. I can't even I can't even turn war mode on because I refuse 
to uh, get into any altercations with my horde brethren. I'm well, yeah. Indy had a conversation with me, and she's like, "I really just don't like playing alts because every time I play an alt, I wish it was my priest." And I said, "Well, why don't you just roll an alliance priest?" That's what I did. I did that with my demon hunter because I'm after switching to demon hunter. I can't play any of the other classes; they just don't feel fun to me. Like the demon hunter, I've had so much fun on, and so it's like when I made an alliance character, I was like. I have certain things that I want to do. I'm doing it to get like the story for, you know, at the time BFA and it's like trying to get the war campaign done, get some achievements on both characters and stuff like that. So I'm like, I want to do this as fast, as efficient and as possible. So when it's done, I could just get out and I go, yeah. Demon Hunter is the best option for me because I already know it. I see so. my 50 Demon Hunter in my uh, character panel every day and I'm like, I see you there, honey. I'll be back. Don't you worry. <laughs> I see you there, baby. You're 50. Don't worry. We'll get you there. I just got to go do some daily shit. Oh, my God. It's been eight hours. All right. Tomorrow, honey. I promise. Tomorrow. Honey. <laughs> I, I did, haven't even I, started my alt yet. I did. I loved tanking on my demon hunter, even though Zista would try to get me killed. Anybody having covenant remorse yet? No. No? Absolutely none. Everybody's still I good. I love my covenant. We, did we all three go vent here? I yes. think we did, yes. We, all three of us did? Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. That's a question we're gonna keep asking because that's a huge concern. I'm gonna tell you right now. My answer is never going to change. Never. Yeah. I'm that confident. How's everybody's legendaries? Anybody there um, yet or close? I'm ready to make mine as ready? soon as I get a more, hundred more soul ash. Both of mine that I need for for doing decent in raids both drop from the raid. So I I unfortunately don't have mine yet. I'm, I'm yeah, pretty I much ready to go otherwise. I need soul ash so. All right, mm -hmm. Indy, it's a race between you and I and Zista, whatever. Uh, Zista, yeah, I, mean, I, I guess it's a race. I but... everything but the 100 and change Soul Ash, just a little bit more. Uh, anybody alt-leveling? Mm-hmm. Oh, not, Indy, you did already. Have, do you, did you well, get more up to 60, or is your second one in the works now, third one in the works? Where are you? I mean, it's a, it's still an alt if it's like a if it's an alliance copy of my priest, right? So. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still. Um, the uh the 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 thing with threads of fate that's like really almost broken, I think, is that if you do threads of fate, you select your covenant right away, which is awesome because I went right Venthyr, of course, and then um <laughs> I just started dungeon grinding, yeah. and it it's so easy because you get fifty thousand exp base per random, and plus all the exp that you get in there. So four to five dungeons a level, and I'm almost 60. Yeah, so that was going to be kind of next question here then, uh, and it, I guess you already answered it for you. The answer is yes. Uh, you would use the the Threads of Fate option as far as leveling. Oh. So if you're not familiar with this, by the way, um, in Shadowlands, there is an alternate way to level your alts if you want to called the threads of fate system and basically you kind of just this is a, a choose your own adventure thing right you start off the uh, covenant campaign like um indy said went venthyr and just start doing shit so from 50 to 59 right before this if you're leveling from scratch maybe you did chromie time and busted out an expansion real quick this is for 50 to 59 so you get basically do one quest, head off to the Shadowlands, and the zone that you pick for your Covenant abilities, you're given a bunch of stuff right off the bat, provided you've completed the campaign on another character. And then, uh, yeah, you just do whatever the hell you want, whether that be dungeons, whether that be world quests. 
you're not going to get experience and stuff killing monsters. You're not going to have any narrative experience here. This isn't a questing and story and stuff like that. It is literally, here is a, I guess the best way to call it is an alternate bar. Fill it up by doing shit. And when it's fill, full, come and, and turn it in and you will be given, you will have experience rain down from the heavens on your character and level you up. Uh, not exactly, I would say, the best system for somebody that likes direction, likes going from point A to point B to point C, likes narrative, but pretty damn quick if you're just going to pick an activity you like doing, like dungeons, and just go with it, Zista. It's hard not to uh, be a fan of this, even if it's not something you intend to use. I know I will. Indy, you already said you will, and, and Zista, you're nodding your head, so... I think we're in um, agreement here. I, I like the system on, on paper, but because of the way I leveled my Demon Hunter Horde side... Yeah, well, you're going to have to not use it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be using the Alliance one to go through the actual story process, so it's going to be a much slower process, and with all the other games that are coming out right now, like I'm in the middle of Watch Dogs Legion, uh, I'm hoping to finish that in the next two days because I want to get it done before Cyberpunk comes out. I got Cyberpunk, and then I'm I have a whole backlog of games as well. So my alt is on the back burner for quite a while. But when I do, I'm probably not going to be using Threads of Fate. I want to see the the, the storyline through, and that's going to be, like I said, a much much slower pace for me. Well, today is the day. Uh, let's I guess start with the raid Castle Nathria opening up today. Um, well, I guess I should say it's normal and heroic versions, right? <laughs> Mythic will be next week on the fifteenth. Ten bosses in this bad boy, separated by wings, so pretty familiar territory for, for some of you raiders, ICC, Naxxramas, you know, a bunch of raids that have had wings, and we got the same type of thing going on here. Now, neither of you played in beta, and, and I didn't play in beta at all, let alone the raid stuff. I stay away from WoW betas. Uh, it's just not my thing. I'm like, it'll be pretty polished. I'll let somebody else test it. Um, but do you watch video guides for these things ahead of time? Like, yeah. even, it, it, you know, I know there is a lot of fun to be had, and I've done this before with, with raids, right, where you learn the fight. Like, you truly learn the fight. You learn every mechanic, what they do, all that fun stuff as a team, whether it's 10 people, 20 people, whatever. There is a lot of fun to be had in that style of gameplay. It doesn't really suit me personally anymore. Um, I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> <laughs> so I will not only watch a guide for a fight uh, before I do it the first time or teach it to somebody else or whatever like that, but I will watch them like before I'm even ready to do them. A perfect example is Castle Nathria. Like I'm not going to be running it tonight, but I've watched all the fights multiple times from different angles, what the healers are seeing, what the tanks are seeing, what the DPS is looking out for in certain things. Do you guys go into it that heavy, or are you a, hey, oh, shit, okay, I got to run that next, let me go watch a video real quick, and queue up type uh, type person, Indy? Mm, I'm a study. Like, I, I like to know everything ahead of time. I don't like to go in blind. But ultimately, it's kind of like if you were to try to learn how to drive a car without actually driving it, you have to, like, be in that situation. You have to be in that fight and see the mechanics firsthand because you can read about it so much. So, you know, as a healer, I, I, I want to know 
what times are going to be like heavy spike damage and and whatnot but when we go in i guess friday it's just going to be kind of like you know wipe till you learn zista are you a heavy research or are you a just pop the <laughs> i like to go in blind <laughs> Yeah, no, I uh, something wrong with that boy right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to go in blind. It, my raid team is very split. A lot of us like to learn the fight as we go, and then there's a good portion of us that like to know all the ins and outs and go in so everything can be smooth. I respect both styles of play. I don't get mad at people that don't like to read up on it because I myself, as much as I watch the videos or read about them, it doesn't stick with me until I actually do the fight. So, yeah, I, I will watch certain videos and, and stuff like that, but I haven't watched any of the beta ones um, simply because mechanics change and I don't want to, like, spend the time to, like, learn something that might not make it in and then mess my whole expectations up. So uh, I have the luxury of we raid Fridays and Saturdays, so all the, yeah, the strategies so you get all the Tuesday through Thursday goodness uh, video guides going up. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> uh, loving the aesthetic. I love the aesthetic of the, the raid itself. The, you know, I'm just into gothic and vampires and, and shit like that anyway, so this really does it for me. Uh, mm -hmm. But it is definitely shades of, you know, feeling a lot like uh, when I was doing Karazhan for the very first time, right? Like, foreboding tower castle-ish thing and 50 shades of kerosene yeah <laughs> it, it absolutely i'm turned on i don't know about you two uh <laughs> but it definitely it definitely is doing it for me uh does this fit exactly what the two of you were looking for are you in favor of the way this looks are you in favor of i mean it is an awful lot of red i guess if you don't like yes. red this is not a good thing for you Andy. <laughs> uh red's my favorite color but um uh, I think that we're all on board for this being Venthyr. You know, we've all oh, selected yeah. them as our covenant. But yeah, I mean, like the the design, the uh, well, I, I don't know if we're gonna get to talk to about like boss design yet or or what. But, yeah, that's um, gonna hold have... one second. We I do want to. Yeah. Since we kind of mentioned this earlier at the top of the show that these numbers are some of the biggest numbers behind the game since Wrath of the Lich King, there's been mm -hmm. quite a lot that's changed on the raid front. Uh, and if you're hearing us say, oh, yeah, normal and heroic open today and mythic opens this week and then mythic plus and that be I do want to kind of like take a maybe we should do that now. Let's let's take a little pause and, and Zista kind of I'm, I'm looking at this from friends of mine that have maybe wrath uh, rated in wrath of the Lich King mm -hmm. took some expansions off, maybe quit in Miss of Pandaria or the beginnings of Legion and didn't see the mythic changes that came with Warlords of Draenor or uh, Battle for Azeroth and now into uh, Shadowlands. What, even, where's even my 10 man, where, my regular, where's my 10 man heroic, where's my 25 uh, normal, my 25 they're, heroic, they're what is it? What is this all now? They're gone. I mean, I, I explained this actually just recently to one of my friends that came back and I was like, one of the beauties about raiding now is, you know, if you have 13 players, you guys could go in and just raid as 13 people. You know, and I'm like sitting there going, they they really don't realize this. And I'm like, this is this is so like forget about the difficulty levels. Just the flexible raid is like probably the best thing they've ever added to WoW rating. And it's like you used to have to go in with you know a set forty people or twenty five. You know when it, it went to Burning Crusade, 
But now it's like you have 13, you could play. If one player's got a drop, guess what? You can still play. You don't have to feel obligated to fill that slot. You can keep going, and that drops all the way down to 10, and I believe it goes all the way up to a max of 30, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it's just having that flexibility is is just incredible. And then, yes, there are the different difficulty levels for uh, people that haven't played at all in... I don't. I guess I think they added they added difficulty levels in Burning Crusade. Uh, I don't think it was to to raids, but it was dungeons. They had the normal and the heroic version. Right. So they did that with with raids now. You know where, you know it's harder, and then they people, you know, like it's not quite hard enough. So when they added the flexible rating scale, they added the the mythic style, uh, where mythic is a set group. I believe it's twenty five players. Uh, I'm not sure on that because I don't actually do mythic rating. Um, and the, uh, it's just like, they wanted to put a set number of players in there so they could tune the, the difficulty and make the encounter as challenging as they could for the people that really want that challenge. To me, I'm, I'm happy doing it flexible style at heroic. That's just the least amount of stress for me. And that's, that's about as much as I can handle yeah, right but now. But that does necessitate India change in the way loot works. Uh, the way gear works differently. And it, there's even changes in this expansion, too. I'm seeing a lot of uh, friends on Twitter, and even in my own experience, my, my experience hasn't been too bad on this front. Maybe I've just been lucky. Uh, but mm-hmm. I am seeing a lot of, I'm running shit and not getting anything, period. Like, well, not, not getting the stuff that I need. I'm not getting anything, period. So this does yeah. kind of change the loot system, Mythic plus dungeons now being put in Great Vault uh, make this a little bit different than previous expansions too. So maybe it's worth, if we're going to catch our brethren up here, and for those of you that know this stuff, forgive us. We're just kind of, we're catching up your brethren. You'll thank us. You'll mm-hmm. thank us when they understand this a little more. How the loot uh, acquisition has changed in this whole process too. I think loot mentality has changed since, I'm a classic player. And Zesty used to tease me all the time because I would use the back in my day thing all the time. Like, <laughs> you know, loot was hard to get. You could raid for a month with your 40 man guild and not get one piece. And you, that, that was great because that you were part of a raid. I think flex is amazing. I'm going to go back to that and just say it's great because it's more inclusive. You don't have to bench people and you don't have to like hold up an entire raid if one person needs to leave. That's amazing. I do agree with that. Some things from like former expansions, I do think would be cool if they kept that. Like, remember raiding Olduar, you would you would uh, initiate a hard mode by doing a certain mechanic. Yeah, press the red loved... button or yeah. yeah. Yep. I always love that, and I always wish they would bring that back. So you know what? Like that's something I sort of miss. But as far as loot goes, I think that in this expansion, yes, it is a little bit more scarce, but. Let's keep in mind they they made it. I don't remember how many expansions ago that you could trade loot between eligible players or players who were eligible for loot. So, you know, um, if you're raiding or doing mythics with a group, let me tell you, I've gotten almost every piece upgraded in one week in mythics just by running with uh, Zista's group. So I don't think loot's an issue. Um, and I also don't think if you're doing things solo, the the scarcity of is going to to be an issue because you still you can still get upgrades by doing other things so yeah and and every dungeon that i've ever run basically if i queued up for it solo always ends with uh hey you guys need this staff yeah (laughs) yeah i mean even with total strangers so 
It is a little harder in this expansion because specifically because there are things like bonus rolls aren't a thing. Uh, yeah. So that chance to upgrade it, you know, that's kind of gone. So there are some small tweaks specific to this expansion. Go ahead, Zista. You wanted to. I don't know it. if you had any experience with this in in the mythics that you ran, or if you were even paying close enough attention. But because I was running with five people that I knew, we would notice usually about every like every single dungeon, one person would not get loot, even on dungeons that had five bosses yeah like, i've been running randos so i haven't been paying yeah. attention to that i don't care if you get shit or not in a rando it just <laughs> it feels to weird hard. to me that there's five bosses and everybody should get a piece of loot off of the the end boss but usually one person walks out not getting anything sometimes mm -hmm. somebody like I, I had a run where the tank walked out with two pieces of loot and a conduit so it's just <laughs> like what is going on with this system um yeah, that and that's, feels really bad. Yeah, and so. I, I had, I did bring that up that I have friends on Twitter and stuff like that. I haven't seen it individually. That's why I alluded to maybe my luck has just been, yeah. you know, on par with with everything I've been doing so far. But I have seen people. God, I, I've run four dungeons and I literally have not gotten anything from any boss. Yeah, that because like I ran with uh, Sir Onion Knight, who's in in chat right now, and yeah, he's he's talking about how many chests I got in one night. I received four chess piece from three different dungeons i got double loot in one dungeon had two chests i'm like what is going on like i don't understand it's just like yeah but you pay the premium sub don't you that's like <laughs> no, the, there's no premium that's like sub. the 24.99 the friends and month. family sub right <laughs> that's the friends the... and family alpha sub <laughs> right you just yeah. You just yeah. keep funneling Blizz that extra money. All right, so forgive <laughs> us for a little bit of a recap there to catch your brethren up. Let's go back now, Indy. Now that we have talked about the uh, mythic and the, the difficulties and the way rating works and the gear works, let's go back and we can start talking about bosses a little bit because I know you got a boyfriend you want to talk about. Oh, my boyfriend? Which boyfriend? Whoa. Kael'thas? Hey, wait, what? Well, yeah, that's the one I was thinking of, but now I'm more interested well, in mean, who the other one is. Sardanathrius. <laughs> oh, uh, true, true. Yeah, that's right. You like I, Gaston. The oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, The reading through the encounters, right? I, I went, to, I immediately zeroed in on the uh, Sun King Salvation because it's kind of like, if you're a healer, you get excited about healing fights. And um, this one is is definitely a healer fight, but it also includes the other players. They can sacrifice their HP to kind of help healing, but then you're going to have to heal them. So I love any fight where it's just healing everywhere and, and healing-centric. Yeah, but and even you and I were talking about this before the show. You were like, hey, I really yeah. want to talk about this. And I was like, that's cool. I like this. I like this fight, too. I, I We've seen healing-type fights in the past, like ICC and, and stuff like this. I do like, I can appreciate as somebody who did not play a healer in those in those particular raids, uh, I do like the mechanic added to this one of DPS, and I mean, you wouldn't want to, but theoretically your tank could, uh, <laughs> go, go head over to the old vessel and start funneling their own health into there to, to help Mr. Sunstrider out. Plus, it's just... We go back to something we talked weeks ago about Zista, where we're seeing characters that just have that stupid punch of nostalgia for for yep. those of us that have been playing the game long enough. Uh, and, and seeing uh, Mr. Sunstrider here makes me feel good. Makes me feel good. I loved Tempest King. We're, we're finding Mancrick's wife. 
Yes. Yeah, I brought that up too. I it's <laughs> definitely. Uh Indy, you had brought up when we were talking about Sunstrider though that you like the redemption kind of story arc here too. Well, here's the thing. We we obviously went after him in Magister's Terrace. We went half after him in TK and um we see him now and the first thing I saw before I even read anything was his design, right? He's got a huge sinstone chained to him and then my chat was like, "Oh, I wonder why that is." I said he's probably being punished. And they're like, "Well, what if he, you know, what if what if he did that to himself?" Cuz you know every every character that you come across in Revendreth does different things with their sinstones. But then I read this thing on the actual um boss the the boss fight thing and it says in the sinister confines of Castle Nathria, souls are being tortured not to redeem their sins, but to amplify them. So we see Kalthos here with his sinstone just chained to him, and he's being used. Yeah. So it would make sense that we, you know, obviously we're not trying to heal him because we we want to redeem. I would like to redeem him, but not everybody would. But it's not so so that we, you know, can save him and make everything happy. It, it's to keep him also from being unleashed as a weapon, because this is. This is the old Because Castle Nathria was merely a setback. <laughs> yes, yes. Exactly. So will it be a redemption arc? I don't know. We'll see. I hope so. Uh, but it is definitely a look. We either redeem him or we throw his ass into the maw because he cannot be doing this. Uh, he cannot be used this way. He cannot be used this way. Um, yeah. There's some spoilers on this one uh, out there already, but we'll stay away from those. Uh, on what happens there. But yes, definitely interested in uh, that particular fight. Zista, you got one that you're you're keen on getting into looking forward? Um, Not really. Uh, I'm just excited in general for all of it. <laughs> like, this is, this like, this whole raid, this is the meat and potatoes of the patch to me, like the, the expansion, you know, like tier one. So I'm just excited to get in there. I'm really excited to do Mythic Pluses, which I never thought I'd hear myself say because I've hated them so much in the past, but there's there's mounts attached to them now, so that I, changes my perspective. <laughs> I do kind of like the mechanic with, uh, well, not mechanic, but a shri a Shriekwing and Sludgefest, uh, or Sludgefist happening in basically the same room, but it's mm -hmm. utilized in two different ways. Like with the the center pillars, uh, they, they play a primary mechanic in the the sludge fist uh, side of things, uh, and then a, a line of sight mechanic in in the previous fight. I kind of like that actually. Like it seems cheap at first, right? They well, they're using one room for two bosses. Uh, why didn't you make another room? Uh, <laughs> lazy, lazy, copy paste. But the the way the mechanics in both of those fights work and utilize that same space in two totally different ways feels organic and and cool uh so i'm kind of looking forward to just getting my my feet wet in that particular fight not because i'm particularly invested in the, the bosses themselves or any of their lore or anything like that but i do appreciate good design like that and i want to see if it executes the the and i feel the same way after uh, after i've done it Zista. I'm i'm still just waiting for some boss encounters that aren't based on this happens at this time. This happens here. Like I, I'd like more encounters, like like EverQuest Two was doing for a bit. I think Final Fantasy does, where there's just more random, you know, a lot more randomness to it. Where it's just you know, you don't have every 
minute and 30 seconds this ability goes mm. off without fail you know every mm. three uh. minutes every percentage this happens you know i i like a little more variety even if it's not every boss maybe mm. one boss here or there in a raid he's not a healer yes in a raid <laughs> in a raid okay in a dungeon i'd go with you in a raid i would never go with you uh but i'll defer because i think ladies first has the same opinion here go ahead <laughs> go ahead indy a healer wants to know when those like yeah. <laughs> heavy spike damage is incoming. Zista likes to die, you know, that's fine. He's probably, it would probably be an interesting little twist if something like that happened out of the blue with no timer or warning. But uh, I, I'm, I like, I like the predictability of knowing, okay, this is going to happen when he either hits this percentage or when this timer runs down. Could you well, imagine the arguments with world first? If something like that, uh, those types of mechanics were in like uh, a higher tier raid. Well, you got yeah, this mechanic I, and we didn't. That's why you got the world first. Well, yeah, but it's oh, more God. of like, it's more of just uh, like uh, not completely obliterating mechanics or having it like, you know. That oh, no, don't man, happen, if you're going to do it, roof but, fall down, kills the raid. Just if, if well, you're going to do it, go hog well, I'm saying wild. like instead of instead of like at every minute and 30 seconds, this ability happens, but maybe after every minute it could happen you know in like a 20 second window or something here and then there's a big wind up and the boss you know goes reaches back before he does it and smashes there when you have a you know some notice that it's coming but it's not happening on a timer that's that's basically all i'm saying well that would be fine because that's avoidable damage that's if right. people stand in it then yeah you know all right if that's the way you're thinking maybe i can go with you on something like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry. We can't leave Castle Nathria uh, without Indy giving you a chance to talk about your second boyfriend, and that is uh, oh, Sire. Oh, man. Well, listen. Here's the thing with Sire Denathrius, and I, I like I haven't looked ahead. I lost my Castle or tab. Here it is. Okay, so I, I haven't looked ahead. I haven't watched anything from Beta on this. I did watch some of the, the videos of the fight, but I don't think any of them were completed. Um, I'm very much looking forward to this fight, but also it looks insane. Yeah, Because it does of look the nuts. phases. So just looking at the phases from a healer standpoint, I'm really trying to just kind of like buckle up and get in for that. You know, it's it's not going to be easy. But at the same time, it looks really cool. I am so like uh, motivated by a challenge like this. So am I. So am I. Um, so here's the timeline, by the way. You get your normal, your heroic uh, castle today. You get your mythic next week. Um, then the you get the looking for uh, looking for raid wing one. That's not going to be available until next week as well when mythic launches at the same time. And that's technically right when the world first race begins because the normal and heroic versions don't matter. They're for scrubs like us. Um, other wings for in looking for raid are going to be staggered every two weeks. So you'll get wing one, then two, then three, then four. So as far as looking for raid group finder goes, you know you're going to have like the next month and a half before you'll be able to clear it through there. So get your uh, get your chat channels ready uh, if you're going to be looking for additional members pugging that way. Speaking of Mythic, we have the Mythic Plus Season 1 starting today as of recording of this show. 
Uh, I have not been in there. I had to do some of the Final Fantasy stuff this afternoon, and I'll be doing a little more of that tonight with 5.4 having come out today and having to do a show on Thursday uh, about that. So I got to split my time. Zista, I know you said you were going to try and at least get a, a one key done today. Did that happen? Unfortunately, it did not. Did not oh, shit. Day's yeah. not over. No, I'll probably be doing some later tonight at like 4 a.m. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> why 4 so a.m. tomorrow morning? Like, what a random time to have just pulled out of the air. Why 4 a.m.? Because that's that's when some of my other obligations are over. So ah, that's a, I think that's a conversation I don't want to get into. Uh, <laughs> Indy, have you have you hit Mythic Plus uh, a run at all today? No, not yet. But I feel tonight. like maybe tonight around 4 a.m. there might be a healer needed. Mm. <laughs> Why 4 a.m., Indy? Have you just picked a time at random? I mean, I'm just taking a wild guess. I do like running with the same people if possible, and and he's got a really great group. And um, uh, Mythic Plus is, like, I'm really more nervous about affixes and whatnot. Yeah. Are we getting the same ones? Are we getting new ones? Or, like, I just, like, just from the healer standpoint, I like to know. Um, A lot of it, is manageable very manageable and a lot of it in combination is a nightmare so i'm kind of ready for anything right now on that front teaming and skittish taking a break for shadowland season one those affixes aren't in there they could return in the future is this does that really uh make a difference for you no i mean there's some combinations that are absolutely terrible like you don't, you don't want stuff where like you know, sanguine where, you know, like creatures leave pools on the ground with, you know, explosive things like that. Those to me are terrible because you kill stuff and then explosive orbs spawn inside those puddles and you have to kill the orbs and you can't use it with like cleavable damage. It has to be single target focus damage. So it's like either stand in this and die or don't stand in it and the thing explodes and you die. So there's just combinations that are not fun uh, pending, but usually you build like knowing what they are in advance you get to build the group around it so it's like if this isn't a very melee friendly fight maybe melee doesn't get to go this week and i don't mind sitting out a week or so if i have to usually i'll i'll get a i'll get one done no matter what i just won't maybe push. you don't get to go this week then well i just i won't push keys like that week if i'm looking to get a certain yeah. dungeon done like if i need to get a 15 done you know in the time or whatever I don't use that week to do that. I use that week to just get a 10 done or something like that and, and just not worry about the timer and get the loot anyway, you know? Fair enough. So, Final notes on uh, or thoughts from either of you on a week two Shadowlands experience and what you're going to be doing this week. I, I don't know if I, uh, I'll make the raid this Friday because I, I got these other damn shows on this channel. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this channel called Ready Check Radio. <laughs> If you head over to readycheckradio.com, you can get a full schedule and all links to all of our socials there. See our streams. See Snowbound, the Blizzard podcast, which you're watching right now, the Relic Grind, our Final Fantasy slash Square Enix podcast, and Gaming Gumbo, our general weekly gaming wrap-up show, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Check out all of those shows. We'd appreciate it. Tell your friends uh, and tell everybody. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Spotify all that fun stuff before we leave the topic of wow gang and head into some other blizzard news to wrap up the show and then of course cap it all off with lore or lies from our resident lore keeper lil missy uh nax ramus did launch in classic now mm -hmm. indy this was 
this was B.I., before indie. B.I., the before indie. We made predictions on this show about how long it might take for the world first Nax Clear on Classic. Those predictions, B.I., before indie, uh, ranged from about 24 to 48-ish hours, depending on which, uh, which host's prediction you were thinking uh, or you were looking up. Uh, we were off a little bit, Zista. Um, we were off. Slightly. Like a just, little just bit. Just by a little, though. Yeah. Just uh, by a little. Um, Guild, congratulations. Progress in EU. Got the world first. Kel'Thuzad kill. Full clear. Nax Ramis. Wow, classic. Not in 48 hours. Not in 24 hours. Not in 16 hours. 10 hours, 5 hours, 3 hours, not even 2 hours. Hell, they didn't even make it to the hour and a half mark. Uh, got killed an hour and 23 minutes after the raid opened. Now, this was really hard to watch. I was trying to watch some of it live, like not all of it, but I tried to watch some of this because there were some different teams streaming and things. It was kind of challenging to watch this because obviously the raid can be done in different uh, actually, it is a little surprising, Marts, uh, for reasons we talked about on previous shows. Um, but the it was kind of hard because the wings can be done in any order. The order that Progress went through, they went Abomination, then Arachnid, which was kind of a, a difference from most teams going into Arachnid wing first. Uh, then Plague, and then, of course, hit Military Quarter last for the Four Horsemen's, or Four Horsemen fight. 31 deaths, Healer. 31 deaths, Indy, total, and not a mm -hmm. single boss wipe. Yeah, I read about this. I didn't watch it, only because I'm a classic player, and I was there when Nax actually opened, and it was just wipe fest, wipe fest, wipe fest. And um, listen, the it's it's not classic. It's or I'm sorry, it's not vanilla. It's classic re-release, and these people have had just infinite time to rehearse 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 and basically you know it's it's commendable it's definitely commendable but being from that time when it actually opened and you know we didn't know what order to do things in, we didn't know the fights it was i feel like it was more rewarding to rate it back then than now um so you know me being i'm always gonna like it better how it was then uh that said to not even have a single wipe is is impressive. I would have guessed just before, like if it was, I know all of your guesses were BI, I would have said two and a half hours. Like that would have been my guess because I, I would have thought that there's somebody out there, you know, when Molten Core came out in in uh, the classic re-release, it was absolutely obliterated because the players now, we know everything, There everything can be rehearsed. And back then you had to like grind for the gear, grind for the materials, figure out, you know, consumables. And, and now that we know everything, how to stack all these buffs and world buffs, I'd like to see how they fared. If those world buffs weren't allowed inside the dungeons, if they weren't allowed to, you know, work around certain things the way they have. And Sir Onion Knight in chat, obviously pointing out that knowing the mechanics in advance is a huge advantage to any yeah. world, any world first race. Now, there is not a single thing that Indy said there, Zista, that you, I, or Kat did not bring up when yeah. we talked about this. However, our fault was you and I gave 
the four horsemen a little more credit than yeah. maybe they deserved. <laughs> it's still it's an unbelievable fight, and for for them to do that is is a great accomplishment. I give them a lot of credit. Um, it's just uh, to me. And it's not even me looking back at nostalgia goggles, but I think a lot of it too is that there there were such things that you know Blizzard doesn't look too fondly upon called private servers that a lot of people had you know experience with that you know they can access this content before it's released and practice 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 before going in. So it kind of made the the classic race a little cheapened in yeah you know in my opinion. So basically, Indy and Zista saying, congrats, progress, but stay off my lawn. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's finish up with some other uh, Blizzard news. Again, we're in kind of doldrums here as far as most of the other titles go, but ActiBliz is suing Netflix over poaching employees. That's always fun, right? Netflix Mm -hmm. has already gotten slapped around by a couple judges for doing this with other companies. Uh, particularly getting a, you know, don't do that, cease and desist, stop that uh, from some other lawsuits. But yeah, apparently uh, actively is suing them for recruiting <laughs> Chief Financial <laughs> Officer Spencer Newman about a little bit, like a, a year and a half into a three-year deal. So yeah, here's the thing I don't understand about these suits. Like, there are a bunch of different companies that are suing Netflix for this same type of behavior. It's not just Activision Blizzard, and it's not just new, right? Netflix kind of has an established pattern here based on these uh, filings of going after who they want and the laws and the rules be damned, Um, Hmm. which is a bad look, certainly, is a bad look, and I don't think they care. Uh, But, you know, there's there's a... some of this is Spencer Newman's doing too, right? Indy, I mean, like, it's not just yeah, Netflix. I don't, like, look, I don't know how, to what degree, like, how aggressively they quote-unquote poach employees. But here's the thing. If you have a company like Netflix, and I'm a huge fan of Netflix, so I might be a little biased here, but um, if you have a company like Netflix and you're offering more, who in their right mind wouldn't make a career move if they saw greater potential elsewhere? We've seen great people leave Blizzard. Like, honestly, my heart's been broken since Metzen left. Um, Like, a lot of greats have left Blizzard. So anything that's happening now thereafter, I don't really see it as, like, the hugest deal in the world. I feel like they're replaceable. CFO replaceable. Zista, we've seen this uh, Fox and Viacom file these suits. A judge last year actually slapped Netflix and told him to stop poaching. But I'm kind of with Indy here, and I said it when I tossed it to her. It's, you know, it takes two to tango. (laughs) Netflix can poach all they want. The way I look at it is if things were good where they were, they'd have no reason to leave. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Um, did we get the Winter Winter Wonderland uh, event? I actually nope. forgot to check that today. No, we didn't. No, I didn't I'm see sad. It, no. It's not supposed to be active. Winter Vale, I think the 16th, and I'm kind of like bummed about it because like it's kind of late, right? Talking about Overwatch now, chat. By the way. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What about Winter Vale? Well, I still think it's late to start. Like I, I feel like winter events should have started already. 
So it's got to be next Tuesday then, right, Zista? I mean, yeah, I can be. almost guarantee you it's going to be next Tuesday. All right, Winter Wonderland and Overwatch got to be next Tuesday. Last thing before we go over to Lore or Lies. Uh, initially, we were going to berate Hearthstone for remaining quiet on the continued barraging that they just keep taking from the fan base. But then Blizzard was like, okay, we're going to go ahead and say something. Uh, and they did uh, announce yesterday that changes to the rewards track in Hearthstone are coming soon. But, Zista, I don't think that everybody's going to really be in a good mood about these changes until they actually see the initial round of changes and then how fast the subsequent changes come after that. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely noticed they've made alterations already. This was before their silence. Uh, they made alterations to the gold, and in which we got, we got a big increase in gold. But it's not enough. Like, it's definitely not enough. And I have a friend that initially, like, the day this system launched, he sat there, he looked at it, and he's like, this really makes me want to start buying stuff and playing again, and it's a lot of fun. And then it was like a week later, his tune completely changed, and he's barely been on Hearthstone. There's a guy that's been playing Hearthstone almost every single day for the last I don't want, I want to say maybe year. However long Battlegrounds were first introduced, he's been playing nonstop. And it's just now he's switched over to Overwatch. And I'm like, what? what's the big change? And he goes, it just feels like it's requiring too much time and money to put into to Hearthstone to just be able to enjoy it and play it now. He goes, Overwatch has always been free for me. And, uh, you know, I think, I think I'm going to be sitting there for a little bit now. Yeah, and some of these changes are the predictable knee-jerk reaction type changes. And hopefully they're not knee-jerk. Hopefully in the period of silence they've run the math, run the numbers. Uh, because mm -hmm. on the surface, some of these are you know, is exactly what you would do to try to solve the problem like this, but maybe not be the best long-term solution. Changing weekly quests from win seven games of rank play mode to five uh, stuff like that. Raising the amount of experience from, for daily quests, raising the amount of or lowering the amount of experience needed to reach certain levels in the rewards track, adding more gold to the rewards track. Uh, hopefully it's done in an intelligent way, Indy, or you're going to have things swing the other way, which obviously as a business, you can't afford to have that be a problem either. Yeah, there's a lot of things they can't afford right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, I don't think you can sum it up any better than that. So let's just head over and do Lore or Lies. This is the segment of the show every week where we come and we tell you three exciting details from Blizzard or the World of Warcraft itself and lore. And this is always, as always, presented by our resident lore keeper, Lil Missy. Make sure you follow her on Twitter right there at Lil Missy4205. We're each going to read a statement. One of those statements will be false. Could be a small falsehood, could be a big one. You need to tell us which one is a lie and how it's a lie. It's not enough to just say Zista's the liar. We know. We know. What? What? I mean, I mean, it's not enough to say that Zista told the lie. Oh. Last week, our lore keeper tried to sneak in a crazy theory she had as the lie. Nerzul was not given a premonition by the Jailer. The Wheel of Death broke at the conclusion of the Burning Legion's third invasion, a.k.a. the end of the Legion expansion itself. Now, this week, here's my statement. 
with Sylvanus as the jailer's right hand. You know, I heard she burned a tree, guys. <laughs> I heard she burned a tree. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me start again. With Sylvanus as the jailer's right hand, she has the power over shadowy tormentors and used them on the undead who did not obey her, like Coltira Deathweaver. Arthas the Lich King had kept these fiends at bay until the Knights of the Ebon Blade broke from his will. Uh, since all the souls are going directly into the Maw, the other realm have been cut off from each other. The in-between, which is the main connection between them, is dried up. It's every realm for themselves. Souls would normally enter the Shadowlands through Ouroboros, located at the epicenter of the Soul Stream. From there, they would be sent to whatever realm the Arbiter judged them to remain for an eternity. One of those three statements cre uh, has a falsehood in it. Was it me? Was it Zista? Was it Indy? And as always, thank you, a little Missy, for our lore for the show. Make sure you go follow her. Follow, 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 follow. Let us know in the comments below which one is the lie. And let us know what you think of the show, how you're progressing through Shadowlands, and what you'll be doing in Mythic Plus or in the brand new raid. We'll see you next Tuesday at 7 p.m. here on twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. Until then, Indy, where can everybody find you, my friend? You can find me on Twitch, uh, Instagram, Twitter, at Andy Garona everywhere, and um, usually streaming almost every day. Zista. Uh, you can find me down below at It's Zista, X-I-Z-T-A, and on Twitch at Just Zista. Sticks putting it all in the chat for us. Speaking of chat, don't go anywhere. Next up after this show, we've got Mr. Jason Winter doing some fun streaming action. How are you, sir? doing pretty good pretty what you, good what are you streaming today well i'm gonna keep going with my uh, wasteland 3 playthrough which if you remember last week i made a character made a character based on you mike yes you did gave him a flamethrower so yes, you can did. go around and torch things like sylvanas tortured that tree once yeah yeah i uh what was it <laughs> i am um, uh something about sex sex something yeah you're a sex maniac sex too, maniac right? that's it that's it yeah uh, so we're going to be doing some Wasteland 3. That's awesome. Going to be having some fun. Chat, make sure you hang tight right after this show to watch Jason Winter stream on uh, YouTube. Come on over. Check out the show live sometime. My name is Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at MagicMan1 on Twitter. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio so we can tweet at you with all the podcast streamers and more. It's been a lot of fun, gang. Until next week, have fun in Castle Nathria. Stay safe. And of course, we'll see you out on those servers. I mean, unless I throw their sanity. Yeah.